We're talking about manifestation and the law of attraction and all of its importance. Lauren with the applause. It's our favorite thing. This is my jam. Um, All right, you motherfuckers, we gotta start. start. Welcome to the first ever All Over the Place with Lane Fable threesome with Kate and Lauren. If Lauren would stop chewing on a cookie. She's so. starting her ASMR channel tonight. So That's disgusting. <laughs> what are your guys' experience with manifestation? When did you start? Do you believe in it? When did you start mm-hmm. believing in it and practicing it? Are you going to go first? Um, <laughs> sure. I think uh, manifestation is one of the best things that anyone could ever do for themselves. Um, I definitely believe in it wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. I think that as us being like conscious beings, manifesting and manifestation is a huge like part of of the collective consciousness. Um, And for me, it started probably back in believing in the law of attraction and spirituality i think that's where we should begin um spirituality started for me um in high school with i can literally remember like the day the professor the teacher was it zelser no it was mr (laughs) train his best friend um that was the first time i was introduced to what spirituality became for me mm-hmm. and it was from a, a teaching called um the allegory of the cave yeah and i remember thinking about this um teaching in in really like depth that was like the first time for people who don't understand it can you just give a quick little like well i was gonna say a quick synopsis would just be people are chained in a cave and they're seeing a projection of the outside world on the cave and that is their entire perception and perspective and they believe that to be true because that's all that they know and once they're released from the chains and they're out in the real world they're they're basically not believing that that is truth because all they've known their entire life was this projection of the real world on the Mm -hmm. wall so it just goes to show that like your perspective is fully shaped on your experiences mm-hmm. and once you're shown a different perspective you might not believe it to be true but that doesn't make it any less true yeah i you pretty much yeah. that really stuck with me in high school too yeah you couldn't have described that any better um that for me was like the first awakening to um spirituality for me and ever since that um that was the catalyst that took me on a path to um thinking deeper to like analyzing um myself why I am the way I am why I think the way I think why I see or perceive things to be the way they are yeah what your chains are yeah exactly Hmm. like what what my limiting my chains my limiting beliefs or you know and um, circumstances like your personal circumstances 
um that was the trajectory that I went on and from there I went into college and I sought after somebody who was just like Mr. Train and I came across this professor named Mr. DeLugos and I took his Buddhist scriptures class and that was the biggest like crack open into like my soul and I was like deeply touched by the scriptures um and all of the teachings that were built from that religion and being like Catholic Mm -hmm. and being somebody who grew up in Catholic school it was really cool to see the parallel between the two religions Mm -hmm. how spirituality and, and Christianity is so closely tied and how there is overlaps yeah in what we perceive to be religion um, Mm -hmm. and spirituality. It's really interesting that you say that because did you go to a Jesuit college? No, right? Um, Actually, my freshman year, yeah. Yeah. The the one I went to Fordham and is Jesuit and I think... uh, Am I saying that? Yeah, Jesuit. It's such a weird word. Um, I think the best thing about that is they have you take another religion so you get to really learn multiple perspectives and then decide where your faith lies and what you really like resonate with and just to open up your worldview and I think that's one of the greatest things is because you can go to a college and just have like you know your track for what you're learning Mm -hmm. but at Jesuit schools they make sure you have you know you take a theology a philosophy that's all part of your core curriculum and that was like you said like another layer of and I also took Buddhism when I had to take a, a world uh religion which it's interesting that you said that that's what really like cracked you open because that was a whole new perspective for me. How about you, Lauren? No, I've never really taken any other classes like that. Or just um, like um, manifestation. Oh. Yeah, like spirituality. When did it start for you? Um, I feel like it started in college. Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to like pinpoint because I feel like I've always been this person that saw everything like in a bigger picture and I I understood that there are things that I can achieve even though I physically don't see it or like it just seems so unattainable Mm -hmm. like I've always had like in the back of my head like um like um like I want to go away to college I want this certain car like um I want to have this type of job and like kind of little things like that and again I think it's just also from manifesting that and just believing that that's something that I will attain one day and then it was kind of everyday little acts in my head that I would think to myself picture myself sitting in that office with like you know a team that I want to be working with or a company I want to be working with or sitting in that car that I want to be driving or um, in high school I would literally picture myself like in a dorm room Um, Because my siblings didn't go away for college. Mm -hmm. So they all like commuted. And I was like, I'm going away. Yeah. And like nothing stopped me. But I took those steps. Like you can manifest. Like people, like you have to take those extra steps to understand how to get there. Yeah. You can't just like think about me sitting in like a big mansion and like that's it. Like you have to. And just think about it strictly. Yeah. You have to think about, all right, like how am I going to get there? And then really believing and like truly like 
feeling yourself too, like sitting in that mansion and like how you're gonna get there and like what type of job you want or like just anything like that. Like I feel like a lot of people think of manifestation as just like a thought and it's it is, but it isn't. Yeah. The word you said that really is like encompasses it is the visualizing and genuinely feeling like Mm -hmm. the vibration and the feelings and the emotions you would have in what Mm -hmm. you are attempting to manifest and like you fully seeing yourself in that position. I actually just read a book and I will talk about this book until the day I die. It was going to be the other book I bought you guys for Christmas. So next time I buy you a book, Um, it's called Into the Magic Shop. And he is a brain surgeon Mm -hmm. and he goes through how he was, you know, spiritually awakened through someone he met like happenstance when he was a child Mm -hmm. and overcame so many situations that were literally like impossible. You would never think that this child would become a brain surgeon and wealthy. That was like something in, in the book he specifically said or the woman who taught him said that i want you first thing is like you calm your mind lessen your breath you lower the voices in your Mm -hmm. head so you can focus and then you can meditate and then she had the analogy of you see this you know behind this window this foggy window there's the picture of like there's there's you in the porsche you know like being a surgeon all this stuff and she's like each day that you manifest and meditate towards this you will become closer and closer in the image on the window the fog will lessen and become clear and clear until you were there and that is your life i mean i'm i'm really giving you a paraphrase everyone should read this book like even if you're not into manifestation i just his point of view and being a brain surgeon and studying the connection between your heart and your brain that maybe doesn't make full scientific Mm -hmm. sense because it hasn't been studied as you know the two being fully correlated but through his experience in his life he literally is now studying it and putting things in place and the um the money has and the like knowledge Uh to study that connection and i find it amazing like that i borrow that book yeah it's my new favorite book when she finds it yeah when i find it i was gonna read you guys an excerpt from the end that changed my life to not sound dramatic but when am i not dramatic um but i can't find it right now so cool no i think it's definitely a misconception that manifestation is just a thought because it's less about a thought and more about action um and feelings and feeling those emotions like you said rather than just visualizing yeah you have to work towards what you are visualizing yeah and your approach um what you're manifesting is what is going to get you those results and based on your approach that comes with your intentions and like how badly you want that thing and like are those intentions pure like oh I just want to be rich well like why do you want to be rich uh so I can have a Porsche so I can have a mansion so you know like Mm -hmm. I can have that watch and all these clothes and if that's not something that's pure you know like if you're like I want to be rich so I can give back to my parents who gave me everything in life. I want to be rich so I can give back to my community. Like if you come from like a really bad broken area and like you're like, I want to give back to that. Mm -hmm. Um, A certain charity that's close to your heart. Like those are pure intentions that that's what makes it easier to attain what you want when you manifest because any goal you have, you're going to reach um, failures and bumps in the road road but if your intentions are so pure that's what's going to drive that motivation and dedication to get through those hard patches to achieve that I'm so. going to keep coming to the book because he clearly states that and he 
says like through his he had like malintent for a few times and it ended up biting him in the ass Mm -hmm. and he was like that was one of the things that his mentor taught him and i'm forgetting her name but like i say mentor he literally walked into a magic shop and she was just the mother that had been visiting for the summer and saw something in him and was like come back and see me every morning for an hour and like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna change your life and you have to you have to promise me you will teach people what i teach you so it's just such a good book but she made it clear like I need you to understand your intentions matter equally as much as the vision of what you have and what you want. Yeah, because that's a foundation of it, basically. And like, it's so funny on my way here, I was like thinking about manifestation and law of attraction. And I've seen my manifestations, a few of them, like actually come in full circle, which again, like some of them have taken like four years you know, like it's not something that happens overnight. One of them, you know, t- took took like a year. And when you feel it and it actually comes into fruition, it's literally like magic. Yeah. Like, um, I was just going to say, I've definitely seen yours come to life too. Yeah. Because I've known about them. Mm-hmm. And it's just really awesome to like watch that unfold. Yeah. Um. It's like a beautiful thing and it's cool to like see that in someone that you love. Yeah. Aww. Which makes <laughs> it even better. Um but yeah, it's a it's a real thing and anyone can do it. That's what's cool about yeah. it. Yeah. And to bear witness to it, that was going to be my next question is like do you guys have specific examples of like the moment you realized what you had manifested came true? Like, do you have any moments that stick out? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think so. For me, it's back to what you were saying is that how you went to a Jesuit school and they had to, the curriculum was to choose one of those, mm-hmm. um, maybe classes that was outside of your comfort zone. It was interesting for me because I started off at community college and I had a different experience because I didn't know exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was just choosing things that I was already interested in. And that's why I took the philosophy 101 with Mr. DeLugos and then the Buddhist scriptures because I just was so interested in him as a Mm -hmm. person and what he brought to the table. Um, So for me, taking that class and and going down that path, I got there a different way. But it's cool how everything comes full circle Mm -hmm. because after I went to Bergen I then went to Tampa and every day I would wake up and I would go outside my dorm and I would see the soccer team playing and I was just like damn like I really wish that I played soccer in college and obviously Lane you know you were on the same team as me that in high school a lot of us were um discouraged because Mm -hmm. of the coach that we had and so I think that that had a lot to do with why I kind of went away from soccer but then waking up every single day and seeing the girls like at Tampa playing made me want that again Mm -hmm. and I just like promised myself that when I transferred for then the next time that I transferred, the second time that I transferred, 
I would give myself that. Yeah. And I would go for it. And I would literally like visualize myself like on the field, mm-hmm. like playing soccer with that the team. feeling of running, that, right? That, like, yeah, just... that, that feeling of like the team camaraderie again. Yeah, yeah. And like wanting that so bad. When I transferred to Ramapo, I made sure that I gave myself that. Mm-hmm. And I obviously got on the team and I love I made such good friends with the soccer girls at Ramapo and it mm-hmm. was awesome um and I remember just like like the first game or something I was like damn like I did this yeah like I told myself when I transferred I was going to do this and I put in the work to yeah. to accomplish it and then when it came to light and it happened I was like wow and when you started manifesting that in that moment it didn't seem attainable right you're like oh no not at all yeah in the moment like as it's you always have to set your intentions high yeah the lofty goals yeah yeah and of course i didn't know if i was gonna you know if i missed half like i think because of when i transferred i they, uh, what basically I ha- I was allowed to do was to walk on. Yeah. Because they have a tryout. Right. And then they, <clears throat> after that, they'll allow like certain players to just walk on the team. Yeah. It doesn't guarantee you any playing time. But for me, I was like, obviously, like, that's what I'm going to do because I wanted it that bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, of course, like most people have um, already been training yeah. for the tryouts. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it didn't seem, I obviously had been working out, but working out on my own accord. So, it was, like, the workouts that I always did. And I was, like, damn, like, I don't know if I'm going to be as good as any of these girls. Yeah. Right. A but, lot of self-doubt. But, yeah. honestly, I feel like the self-doubt also can prohibit, like, that's part of the manifestation is, like, squashing that as soon as it, and, like, snuffing right. that out because... Well, you do need to then just visualize yourself actually there. And I do think it's also, I think it's partially frame of mind. You know what I mean? Like if you believe that it's possible, obviously like once you start working towards it, you're like, wait, this actually might be attainable or like you are so sure you're going to give it to yourself. Then it's like you're one step closer. And I mean, I'm not going to say I created it. Yeah. I also think understanding that, Hey, I'm probably going to, fail or have a lot of self-doubt on my way to achieving that goal and that's okay and then when you get into that little like headspace that's like not good you stop yourself from spiraling because you're like no 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 like yeah i'm gonna attain this it's achievable i'm not gonna let this fear and like you know um insecurity get in the way of my goal and that always what stops that wait you gotta stop hitting the table (laughs) (laughs) it's okay you need to tie my hands in handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, Three some baby, get the handcuffs <laughs> exactly. out. Um, but what stops that from you spiraling and going down a really bad headspace always goes back to your intentions. At least for me, like that's kind of what, you know, like I, you know, I wanted a few things that definitely didn't, you know, have and have pure intentions with. And they always, I didn't go through with it. You know what I mean? Because I just let, you know, my ego or my self-doubt or fear get in front of me. And I just let that defeat that whole goal because, and I'm happy it did because some of the things are just so stupid. So, yeah. Um, but one of my manifestations, which is something that 
probably like most of my life, but I really took seriously was in college was starting my own company and mm-hmm. just being my own boss. And when I was 19 interning for free, like, you know, doing total bitch work, I was like, yeah, how am I going to be a company, like a CEO one day? And I always just, even though I would think that I would just envision myself like a young entrepreneur, mm-hmm. like getting it done. And I didn't know what the company was going to be. I didn't know how I was going to get there money wise. No idea. I just knew that I, I just knew that I needed to grow more to get to that goal. Yeah. Cause growth and, and goals, they go hand in hand. Like you have to grow and achieve a certain mindset and skills in order to get that goal. Definitely. And I think the best part about that is when you envision that and you have that feeling you kind of give yourself no other option yes. or at least that's how it was for me because I have we talked about it on your episode but episode 50 if you guys want to listen but that moment that I remember being like I will not it was after like my third internship mm-hmm. and I was like I've loved what I've learned but I will not put all of my effort and my life's work in my career towards someone else's, else's goal dream. yeah when I can go towards my goal and put in that effort and have it return like fourfold over right so that's another part and that's not to say like that's not everyone's mo you know what i mean like some people genuinely don't want that and it's not for everyone but you can do whatever you You it is you want to and you put your mind to because i just think it it is it's such it's the sheer like belief that you will and you can yeah and i think that is at the core of manifestation yeah i also think it's really interesting that you can um literally manifest like a love you can manifest like a person or how you want that person to be and the feeling that you get from the person yeah so like the Mm -hmm. emotions that that person makes you feel and I know for me like obviously this is personal but like I've done that before I I'm a big like journaler like I'll like yeah journal Mm -hmm. and write down things and sometimes What's really therapeutic for me is to just write and it's so cool to just watch like your thoughts flow onto a page because sometimes I don't even know like where I'm going or what I'm writing or how I'm going to start writing, Mm -hmm. but I'll just, it'll just come to me. The clarity that comes with journaling is insanity. Yeah. Like it's like almost like euphoric. Yes. Yeah. And once you start going, like, there's Mm -hmm. no stopping. And for me, like, I definitely have manifested what a person will make me feel. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. You can almost control the narrative. If you, like, really believe in what you're writing and what you want and what you're looking to get, you can... attract, yeah. Yeah, like, you... And what you're trying to attract, you can really write your own story so what you just said is so powerful because not a lot of people dig deep into themselves a lot of people don't even really know what they truly want what sets their soul on fire what they're passionate about so that's why i feel like a lot of people look at manifesting as a joke and it's because that level of consciousness consciousness is literally not in them at that moment and that's why they're like okay yeah you go you know 
go manifest that like a, a Porsche when you're driving a 1994 Toyota Corolla. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that negative yeah. like thinking towards that mm-hmm. is only prohibiting that person from achieving what they yep. want to achieve. Yeah. So it's really about shifting your mindset to believing that hey if you can get what you want i can get Get what what i I want want. and like you can get what you want yeah Yeah. and i think in even like maybe simpler terms or more common terms it's like you need to let your ego go yep to be able to even hear the voice inside of you that's like i i did a lot of work in june when i was in um san francisco with my godfather like he's one of the biggest mentors in my life but he's been doing like life coaching and with someone but he was trickling it down to me and a lot of it like he would just be like okay and why it's like okay I was like I really want to live in California for a year or like you know a different state than the state I grew up in he's like why and I'm like because I don't think you're meant to live in one place I don't think I'm meant to live in one place I think there's so much more for me to learn and he's like why and you need to like literally just sit there and make that like bracket of each question and then the why yes and you need to find your why you need to find the intention of why you want to even yep. have something and then sometimes while you go through that exercise you start to realize what you want you learn can about shift. yourself yeah like, but it can also shift because you're like wow this wasn't with the pure intention right this actually was because someone else, else. kind of you know influenced me and mm-hmm. that's not actually not mm-hmm. what i want yeah and the only way that you truly will come to those realizations is when you ask those questions questions yeah and ask yourself the tough questions like don't just push it off and be like i'm fine i'm fine or whatever like yeah you gotta sit with some hard truths and that's obviously like how i got to where i was today and it's i mean with i don't know no but it's but it's very it was so clear in that instance in relationships and yeah. well, really, the truth comes out when you start to really dig deep inside yourself and you ask yourself like the questions that you've always kind of ignored yeah. or you've never wanted to really face like yeah. doing the work. And I will always say this because I've done a lot of work on my fucking self. It's hard. Like it is not easy to sit there and to ask yourself like, why are you like this like yeah or why do why you am think i reacting this, the way yes, towards like, that situation towards that person why and there you will find the answers answer. inside of yourself but you need to really dig and you need yeah. to be honest with yourself because for a while i would be like no like that's just right. in your head you know right and there you really need to like quell and quiet the voice in your head that's like the negative talk and the kind yeah. of like no just that's too difficult like you'd be uprooting everything don't bother Mm -hmm. my friend actually just posted she's like yeah I grew up in uh western Texas and now I live in LA and it was just a thought in my head a month ago and now I literally live here and I have an -hmm. apartment and she is like working on music and I'm just like see she was like kind of she's like life's a a game it's literally you literally get to do whatever you You want Yeah. It's just yeah. when you tell yourself you can't do something, obviously you can't do it because you just limited yourself that much. Like, yeah. One of my favorite quotes is leave your ego at the door. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's always stuck with me because throughout like Buddhist scriptures and, and philosophy, the reoccurring theme was killing the ego mm-hmm. and learning to accept truth, the present and the now because the now is all you really have forget about the past forget about your future 
you're not living in that time and space you're living in the moment the present moment the present now and what you're going to do with yourself so i have something to say towards that so but manifesting right is thinking about the future correct but but but, yeah but you're also to get there you have to focus on the present and what you can do correct or no am i going well it's like in in the pre- you need to yeah. be present yeah. and like see clearly right. what you want. But I agree. Like it's a little bit of thinking in the future, but it's not worrying. It's not, yes. It's believing right. that no matter what that is going to happen. Right. So I'm not, I'm going to just believe it and I'm not going to harp on it. Right. But it's about what you do in the present moment to get you to get to yeah. what you're thinking about. Right. That, I wasn't like talking. I was like agreeing so, with you. I was just yeah, bringing of, another viewpoint. Because yeah. someone might be like listening. Oh, but they were talking about like manifesting. Like well, now she's talking, you know, whatever. Yeah. But being able to attract or think with your consciousness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is living in the present moment. If you are not because being grounded and being connected and being present is happening now. Yeah. It's not something that's happening later. So when you're consciously thinking of what you want in life, yeah, you're only able to obtain that when you work now. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. yes, something may be when you're manifesting, it's still in the present moment. Right. If you think about no, it. No, I agree. I agree. So whatever you want to get to, you will get to only when you work now. Right. I agree. Yeah. And I think, I mean this is all so helpful but i will say it's not like i just want to be clear i'm very very clearly still working on this and my biggest Mm -hmm. thing is like what we're talking about very much thinking about like past and future probably too much like that's something i for sure struggle with so if you're listening to this and you're like i don't understand like i don't know why like no one's i mean some people are fully there like some people have it down but it's really a process and it's not like one day you're gonna wake up and just be like cool i got this done like it's like you said like it's constant work and it's constant yeah i i have to say like you'll never i you'll never be done yeah so self uh work is never over you're constantly evolving you're always changing and it it makes me so excited to think like that yeah like Like, you're never not going to stop learning about who you are what you want and how you're going to get it yep if you're always making sure that you're a a better version of yourself a higher version of Mm -hmm. yourself if you're always looking to be better and do better and achieve more you're on the right path yeah like and that's why worrying about the past Mm -hmm. or thinking about the future is meaningless because you're not there. And it's impossible to change your control. I mean, granted, yeah, you can manifest things, but it, it is still out of your control. Yeah. You can control yourself. But that's the other thing. It's, I feel like it's a lot and it's not to be selfish, but it's to truly hone in on yourself, your wants, your motives, your desires. Like you need to have that introspective view to help other people the proper way right yeah i uh, something that's really important to note is that doing self-work and working on yourself is never selfish it yeah. can only benefit you and that means it can benefit everyone around you because the more that you 
work on who you are, the more peace you will obtain. And that peace is a ripple effect onto everybody else that's around you. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. It's the flow of energy. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like energy can't be created or destroyed. So it's what you're putting your energy and your focus into is going to end up manifesting itself regardless. So it's one of those things where, I mean, that's literally science. It's really hard to explain to people when they're like, I don't believe in manifestation. It's like, but when you come down to it, everything has vibrations. Everything has Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. energy and you can't destroy or create it. So you either have to harness it and put it to where you want it to go or it will go on its own if you're not, you know, steering the car. I have to say, if you don't really believe in anything that we're talking about, do yourself a favor and go to a monastery. Well, I'll also just ask you my favorite question that I was asking before. Why? Why don't you believe in it? Like, I would love to know. Like, tell us why. Yeah. Like, truly, what's your reasoning for just not believing in it? Leave a comment. Yeah. But I have to say, um, with the Buddhist scriptures class that I took, Mr. DeLugos invited his Eastern philosophy and um, Buddhist scriptures class to go to a monastery. And that was one of the very huge like pivotal points in my life that not only did that class like crack myself wide open being able to see how um, noble these ordinary people were that they chose this vow of silence and you know eat sleep and breathe this way of life that energy that you're talking about that consciousness is it's indescribable when you see it in front of your eyes and then you become a part of it there's nothing more beautiful than sitting with people who share that common interest it's that and it's also like you can feel it like in Mm -hmm. silence you can really feel emotion and you know that practice where uh, they have you sit across a stranger for what is it like two minutes four minutes I hope you guys can hear my stomach growling <laughs> two minutes or four minutes and you look into their eyes like uninterrupted eye contact and you just don't say a word and like you feel all the emotions they're feeling and you genuinely like connect on a different level. I've never actually. You've never so heard of that? I no. did that in Tulum. You did? It was wild. Somebody did that with me waiting in line for a bar and I think we fell in love for a second. So <laughs> you might have. Um, yeah, so that was one of the practices that we did in Tulum. And it's interesting how your body has this visceral reaction to feel nervous and then to laugh because you think that it's weird. And then to sit in that completely silent Mm -hmm. and to look into this other person's eyes. It was almost as if like I knew her entire life story and I felt her pain. Wow. What's that lyric from the EDM song? Eyes are the window to the soul. Oh, Cascade. Yeah, there you go, baby. No, but seriously, I mean, and then some people like you'll be completely silent and like we would be sitting across from each other just like this. Yeah. And literally uninterrupted eye contact for two minutes. I don't know what the time is, but people will just start like crying. Like you really take on their emotions. Like it truly is an exchange. 
Now, um, when you did that, did the two minutes seem really long or really short? Oh my God. Eternal. It seems like an eternity. Really? When you're looking in, cause it is. Time like stand still. Yeah. It's really intense. Think about wow. it. Yeah. It's, you know, I told you like, it's, it's kind of awkward at first and then you, you want to laugh and then you sit in that and then something just happens where you realize like you can, you can feel other well, people's yeah, emotions like, and, and energy and vibrations. It's, it's such a real thing. Yeah. And I mean, the whole room was sitting with their partner and, and doing this and, um, there was people who had emotional, you know, breakthroughs and, and breakdowns. Wow. And we, you just reminded me, you said energy and vibrations and it brought me back to, this was the first time I think I ever really understood like energy of just people around you mm-hmm. in a setting. It was in high school. And you remember when we used to like go out on Friday nights, like there would always be like one party and like everyone would go and there'd always be someone you were like, oh, is so-and-so going to be there or whatever? And I just remember there were certain situations. I mean, and this transcends past high school and like obviously college. And even when we go out now, like there are certain people. And this isn't to say that's they're this way to everybody because everyone gets along with, you know, certain people and they just, you're not for everybody. But I remember vividly like walking into a party and seeing whoever was there, like certain people. And my body would react in a way that was like, you need to get away from that person. Like, that is just not good. Like, that's not good energy. And your body will tell you if you listen and you really like know the signs, you can absolutely tell. And like, who do you feel your best around? Like, I know this is really basic level stuff, but it's probably the biggest indicator of this kind of like... tangible it's a very easy practice to start um understanding your body and your emotions you know what i mean and like what your not your needs and wants in this situation but how does your body feel getting that phone call right now i'm annoyed (laughs) she's like i want to (laughs) run no but it, it it might be basic but it's like the first um, Wait, sorry. Lauren got a phone call and we all just saw who called her. That's why I said that. Yeah. Never mind. They can't tell. But okay, yeah. keep going. It might be basic, but it is the first step. Yeah, because you to understand any of this is to know your yourself and, yeah. to, and to feel your body. And a lot of people are not yeah. connected with their body mm-hmm. and especially women. Mm-hmm. We are told to hate ourselves, oh God, to mm-hmm. fix this, or, to do that, to inject this, to, yeah. you know, lose that fat. Like, do Also you, just your intuition. You're told like, no, you're emotional. You're too much. You're too yeah. loud. Like, yeah. don't do that. But it's like, no, if I, if I have this feeling and I genuinely feel this way, like, there's a reason for it but it's also there's a reason for it and I truly with myself have put other people first so much that I genuinely don't know my why half the time Mm. and I'm really trying to work through that where I'm like are you doing this because you want to do this are you doing this because you know it's the right thing to do and so and so is going to be happy or so and so is going to be upset so you don't want to do it it's like you need to sit with yourself sometimes and be like why am I doing this like what is the true underlying meaning of or like reasoning why I'm so hell-bent on doing a certain thing or not doing a certain thing right yeah and it's it was so amazing to see you taking that accountability and like working through your own shit and figuring out like what 
it means for you to be happy. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still working. Like, that never ends. But it yeah. was... I will say, like, going through such a tough time for, like, months and months. And then on the other side of it, having the people I love around me be like, hey, like, I'm either... I'm really proud of you for doing, like, what you had to do, even though I know it was insanely hard. Or, like, you mm-hmm. seem really good now. Like, yeah. I had one of my best friends that we went out to dinner like back in June, actually, I think it was right when I got home from California and I was like, Steph, I want to live out there so bad. And she's like, I I went out to dinner with her again in September and she's like, you just seem so good. Like the June lane I knew was absolutely like not in a good place. And seeing you like juxtaposed with this, I, she was like, I'm just really happy for you. Yeah. And like, obviously I'm not done and there's still a lot of work to be done, but yeah sometimes like and like we're saying it really should start within you and be within you and like that validation should be within you but when the people you love around you give you that little like head nod it's very fulfilling yeah like for me I did major major like self-discovery when I like hit like a really 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 low point in my life and like if I always think like in that moment and for those two years, like I would just be like, why, why is this happening to me? Why yeah. do I hate myself? Blah, blah, blah. And then now I look back and I'm like, thank God, because I think I, I've, I've always had a lot of empathy towards people, but since I went through that, like I have so much more and I'm so sensitive now towards like other people's feelings mm-hmm. and not like I never used to be, but I definitely was just like, had more of like a fuck that attitude and like, yeah. you know, that type of just energy and I feel like I'm so much more of like I mean I can be crazy but like generally speaking like I'm more calm and like I'm more slow with the things that I want to do or like I think about every single thing I do like yeah like don't rush don't rush like certain plans certain dinners with certain friends like how will that make me feel like do I want to do that like trips um even just like meals every day I'm like do I want to put this in my body right now because it's going to make me either feel like shit or it's going to make me feel good like I have those thoughts every single day multiple times a day like even like oh can I take this quick nap but then I'm going to be late for work and like then you're going to be rushed then you're going to be frustrated and you're going to be at this in this position where you're like mad at yourself but it's like again like every day just knowing and understanding yourself and and asking that why question why am I and every day, like anytime I'm rushing, I say I'm like speeding and I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Oh, it's because I did this, this and that when I knew I wasn't supposed to. And that's being super conscious and like super really conscious. taking inventory of yeah. what you're doing and the whys. And I think that is the best thing you can do just like even start. If anyone's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about, like just question yourself like the what the why or like think about back to a time that you were in a really dark place and like mentally you were not okay and then kind of a lot of people they they try to erase that Mm -hmm. or they 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 put it in this like corner that they never want to think about because it's tough like caitlin said before it's fucking hard to sit down and analyze yourself yourself especially during situations that you like you know hated yourself or you know yeah. Or you hated a person. Like, even if it's not about you, you were in like, you know, you had a really bad relationship with your mom or dad and you talked to him for a few years. Like, why? Why did I do that? Why did I feel those emotions? How can I like better our relationship now and all those type of things? Yeah, I think um, especially when you're 
in a dark place like it it, it is a lot easier to just forget about it and mm-hmm. and try to put it in the past and maybe well, act you can't like it forget didn't... that's the best part yeah. is you're pushing it down and act it's right. going to come back you up. think you're forgetting yeah. about it but subconsciously you're not and in everything that you do in life you're subconsciously like bringing that yeah, yeah without with without you, you even knowing yes. that energy comes yeah. out so there's this book called how how your unconscious mind rules your behavior mm-hmm. and it's really interesting that you say that because it's so true so true what i was saying is you could try to maybe act like something didn't exist uh you know a time during your life that you were having a really rough patch or you were in a rut or something or like trauma or or yeah or you went you experienced some kind of trauma and you never deal with it properly i know for me it always came out in other ways and it came out Mm -hmm. um towards other people because i was very resentful of um what had happened in my life and for me being able to work on myself what had a lot to do with like being able to answer those questions answer those questions but allowing myself to be vulnerable enough to talk to somebody yeah so therapy for me was um another huge pivotal point in my life where i was opened up to spirituality mm-hmm. and i know lane and i have talked about this before but if you can't work through your own shit it's easier to have somebody else help you Mm -hmm. because they can help you become aware of those whys yeah i was actually just talking to someone about this today it's also just to have someone who doesn't have any bias in your life yes no because they see it completely objectively Mm -hmm. and they're like okay and they'll pick up things that you know let's say we were having conversation and i will say i use you guys as my therapist and like mm-hmm. is it healthy no am no, i grateful friends, for you guys yeah yeah but there's there's like friends levels. should be your yeah but agreed your friends should be there for you and not be like Judgmental. you know what yeah like yeah. i don't have time for you ever yeah. but unless we're like partying like those aren't your friends your friends are the ones yeah. that'll be there like you guys who will like listen to you yeah send two minute voice notes yeah frantically i just play them i don't listen to them <laughs> just kidding totally kidding. no she she answers them guys don't worry yeah, you totally get it. it um this is where the threesome gets like a little feisty no <laughs> no but it's it's in those moments where they can pull out like someone who doesn't let's say i say something to you guys about a friend mm-hmm. and you know said friend you're gonna have your own pre-disclosed bias like preconceived notion that oh that per- i know the way that person is in your mind so you write that off but someone who's a third party that doesn't know would probably pull that out and be like okay so tell me about that person and like how that makes you feel instead of you just being like oh that person makes me feel like shit too yeah fuck them you know what i mean right so right. it's it's different perspectives and i will preach this till the day i die i don't even care if it's not preachy it's all about having different perspectives and I attribute a lot of that to like traveling or just opening up your mind to it. Because once you learn that and you start seeing things it's from other perspectives, your key. life's yeah, your life's never gonna be the same. You will never act the same. You yeah. won't treat people the same. No, it's you won't so take true. things for granted. Like it's so yeah. true. Because I remember when we went to the Dominican and it yeah. was like the first time that I was outside of the country. Yeah. And we were going in the bus, like on the way to the resort. And it was super eye-opening just to see, like, a, a third-world country, how other people literally have 
nothing. And yeah. there's such a difference between hearing it you know, you see it on the news or you hear someone tell you about it in right, school or right. your parents try to instill in you like, hey, you don't know how lucky you are. But when I was in the Philippines in a village that had like no paved roads, no electricity, mm-hmm. not even like they had like tarps as roofs like yeah, or in India, like you really and like that's not to paint the whole country as like that's actually a huge problem too like not to paint the whole country but when you see it firsthand and it's one of those things the energy of the people around you and you feel that and you witness it you don't forget it you're changed forever and the one thing I do want to bring up is I will never forget being invited into someone's house it was in the slums in New Delhi and they offered us soda. They were so happy to have us there. They were the kindest, most inviting people. They, I, like, just the fact that they would share something like soda, which I'm sure is a rarity for them, with us who they know anything. that we come in and have everything. But they were like, no, you're our guests. And they treat you with this kind of love and unconditional respect and love as human being to human being that I think is taken away a lot of times when you have so many material things around. Absolutely. Like that was something that I just, I can't explain it properly ever. And I wish everyone could experience it because like you said, once you see it, that Im- that imprints on you well, and every, your vision is changed. It's so true that some of the poorest people in the world are some of the happiest people yeah also like the most generous they're not greedy because they're like no like love is what's important and you know the feeling of their values on what they value in life is so different from what other people see as valuable right and the things that they value is actually what fulfills a human you know i mean love Um, And that community has that consciousness. Yes. And when you're a fulfilled human being, you just live a happier life. Like, you know, a new bag is, yeah, will fulfill you for like a week and then that's it. You know, where, and if you're always chasing that, you're never going to be fulfilled. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a tough time talking about this because I I, I never, it's tough because like you don't want to sound... I don't know. I don't want to generalize like everything because obviously like, you know, uh, yeah, the people that we met may have been the happiest, but on the flip side, I'm sure there are plenty of things that they're not. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. But it is our own experience. So we're not meaning to generalize anything. It's just from our own journey in life that Mm -hmm. these are our experiences and they're very valid. Yeah. I also think just going back on, you know, having different perspective, perspectives on things, it just gives you such a better understanding. And um, that even goes back to like, if you're trying to manifest something or attract something or even within like a friendship or something and it doesn't go right you're not going to get so discouraged because you're going to have an understanding like, okay, like from this perspective, this is happening because of why or that person reacted towards that way probably because of this and that. And like, I'm always, I always try to be so understanding of every situation. And sometimes people get annoyed because they're like, can you just agree with me or just see my side? And I'm always like, no, when I do, but I also see like that person's side. 
and and then your level of aggression or anger it kind of like diminishes a bit because you're like okay like that the way that person's you know acting is a reflection on them and not me and that's why we always say that yeah and that's but that's what i'm coming back i mean me too because the best thing is that's when i realized people that i had hard relationships with whether it be like friends family anything when you realize and this goes back to the self-work like if you're not going to work on yourself it's going to come out in other ways yeah so once you realize how someone is treating you is 100% a projection of their own life and perspective and hurt because that that saying hurt people hurt people like it couldn't be more true miserable people hang out with miserable people and that's why I have empathy for people because when you don't want to work on yourself and you are upset you're going to want to track that that goes back to what we were talking about law of attraction and Mm -hmm. two you're spewing that out so that's all you're going to get back and it's one of those things where you need to be accountable for your why and why you're doing things and whenever you put blame on somebody else like well they did this to me so Mm-hmm. that's why I'm doing this. It's like, mm-hmm. no, actually you're just so upset and you haven't healed from it that yes. you feel the need to continue that. At yeah. Some, like, yeah. And I've been on the other end of the spectrum. Like when I was like not in a good place, I was like not a good friend. I was not a good sister. I was not a good daughter to my parents. And I would have these, you know, moments of just totally out of character for me oh everyone's and been there I though yeah sit back and reflect and be like wow like that is a reflection of me because I'm so unhappy with myself yeah so it, you also have to like yeah like you can mainly say oh that person's fucking being a bitch because that's a reflection of herself or that person's jealous of me because that's a reflection of herself yeah. like but then when you catch yourself in situations where you're being jealous envious mad um you have to just be look like, inward and be like look in once first. again why like why do yeah. i feel this why yeah. am i jealous why am i mad right and then it's it, mm-hmm. ultimately it's also taking accountability for yourself yes. too yeah like, it's a it's a yeah. self-audit yeah like when you're in these situations because you know your everyday life gets real and sometimes you have to take a step back do yeah. that self-audit yeah. and be like, hey, why am I being this yeah. way? Or even like, listen, none of us are perfect. Like I have moments where like I'm about to say something that isn't that nice. And I, I'll take a step back and be like, no, that's don't even say that because you're one I've trained myself that, to do that. You're putting that energy towards the people that don't even aren't even asking for that energy Two, it's just squash it because it's reflecting your an insecurity that you may have. And, and three, what good is it gonna do? Exactly. Like what? And I do that a lot. Like I not like I think like mean thoughts. No, but, but like, you, you're training and yourself. I'm happy to that I do, do because that. yeah. Or even like send things on Instagram of another girl to like my friends, and I'm like, yeah, no, unnecessary. Oh, yeah. See, I it goes back to our religious conversation of like treat others how you want to be treated. Like yeah. I genuinely will catch myself being like oh I like I'll want to say something about someone's Mm -hmm. like outfit or whatever like I would never wear that but then I was like no what one what what good is that like who cares number one like you're focused on something that isn't like getting you towards your goals and you're hurting someone in the process yep and I have to say like it's amazing to have that self awareness awareness because you're allowing being conscious growth mm-hmm. within yourself yeah and you're 
allowing yourself to be a better person by having that self audit in those moments yeah that's the other thing i talked about when um we discussed my trip on in tulum i saw myself doing that Mm -hmm. having those unconscious bias biases and and looking at another person and being so quick to judge that person right. because they don't look like me or my friends right. Right. or, you know, and, and, and saying to myself, you know, having this little dialogue like, all right, why the fuck are you thinking like that? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Think yep. about what that person has to offer or why how they're, they're making here. you feel. Or, yeah. Or how nice they are. Focus on that as opposed to something else something that's negative focus on the positive and be able to attract more of that positivity into your life and into your circle and i think like it's just a mind shift i have a good good, question i have a good quote to end on okay well um quick quick little interruption we had to cut one of the previous little conversations out because we went way on a tangent like even more than i even can handle on all over the place so caitlin wasn't making any sense that's why we had to cut it out that is actually so false. Lauren had no idea it what Lane and I were talking about. It was the about. part of the threesome where the communication was off and it's just everyone's confused. <laughs> um, but I will say an easy, uh, I wouldn't say outro, I guess. An easy outro to the law of attraction would be try to implement these five steps into your everyday life. So everyone get your journal out. Yes. Number one, know what you truly want. Number two, focus on gratitude and positive self-talk. Number three, be intentional with your communication. Number four, visualize success. Mm -hmm. And number five, accountability is key. Wow. I really feel like we touched base, base on all of those things. Did we not? Yeah. And you just read that now. Wow, we're so good, guys. The threesome is fucking strong. No. Everything is connected. That was a, re- that was a really great um, quote. I'm so livid. I don't have the book in front of me. If I find it, I'll insert it in here. But yeah. the well, there's one in the, like, the end chapters. There was this page that I literally read it, and I was like, I want to go record this right now because people need to hear this and understand it. And it's it's basically that, but he wraps it up really like mm-hmm. lyrically and mm-hmm. it's beautiful okay one more thing mm-hmm. oh my god <clears throat> lauren's like i want to go to bed <laughs> i'm just kidding great minds discuss ideas oh yeah average minds discuss events small minds discuss people, people. yeah that's one that's of my true. favorite quotes truly i I can go off just on a tangent yeah about that like think about how you feel like when we have our like late night conversations like this when we're talking about like things that will you know benefit our lives each other's lives our ideas our goals our aspirations like that's what we honestly always talk about and then how you feel when you're sitting around and someone's talking about a person I have to say that's one thing I really love about like my friends my close friends like I we don't talk shit no. like we literally talk shit to each other's faces yeah like if i as it issue, should fucking oh, behind be. each backs oh yeah uh, yeah like yeah of course like we're not talking about people behind their backs we're talking about each other to our faces like right. if you're annoying me you're gonna know yeah like yeah. if yeah. i if <laughs> i literally asked kate the other day i was like 
I knew you were annoyed with me two days ago. Like, what's up? Like, do you want to talk about it? And, and you you're know, like, nah, like you were right. I just, I needed like a day to not talk about the same thing we've been talking about. But it's also like, mm-hmm. I think it's really cool and it's noble. And I think that it's just mature. And it also comes back to knowing yourself. Like we know all of our friends have their things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, Nobody's you're the perfect. way you are. You're the way you are. And I, yeah. I have my, yeah. I'm not, I know that no. I have my own shit. Yeah. And it's really cool that we can say it to each other's faces and accept it and it's accepted accepted and we're all aware of it yeah and it's awareness but and it's not about it's and then it's the next step that's the unconditional like love that surpasses like hey you did something that i don't like but i'm not going to punish you or i'm not gonna like for like separate myself from you it's literally just like i still love you i just that bothered me let me tell you and then we move on no i've i've like asked kate in the past i'm like can you like tell me what shit like people talk like say about me like what are my bad like habits Mm -hmm. that like people get annoyed by and like shoot me like what the fuck (laughs) like and i'll be like i just and it's like even if it's harsh like i want to know because then as you're not aware about something you can't fix Fix it it. and and change it and if people are always talking shit behind your back that like lauren's so annoying or lauren's a bitch lauren has a short temper or no i'm saying if someone like if let's say my thing is like a short temper right and like every time i'm out the girls girls night or something dinner i get a short temper every time and like if all my friends never tell me and behind my back they say to each other it's never gonna change so it's like that's why i would be like kate like can you tell me like what people (laughs) say and like she has and i've worked on that and um that's a and fine vice, line too though vice versa. vice versa but it's also like do you care about those people if they're talking behind your back for me it's like uh, do i care about that opinion or do i care if you were like hey lane you did this the other day and like i'm just gonna let you know like it's, it bothered me like i would care more about that than like random okay well so it I has guess to do with how much shit it, do, no, it mm-hmm. has to do what? with how much you care about the people the people exactly yeah. yes but that's just what like, i want to yeah, say because yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. want people she's, to worry about no, like no, outside but i also mean she's like talking, talking about inner circle but i also mean like people talking shit that's something about your character not like ill lauren's fucking alpha was disgusting oh, no. that day like not okay like whatever i don't give a shit but like if, if but there's question, something about my character because i'm not perfect and like i want to know like if but i would question the people that wouldn't say that to you and be like hey that well it's hard not, but that's also but that also has to that comes back to being able to have that open line yeah. of communication yeah yeah and so that's that's very it's a rarity yeah that, yeah that i think I am i'm just able to i'm too confrontational to you. you are yeah uh, because i have no problem with that i'll be like hey you did this and it really bothered me but you know what sometimes people oh, no, it's, i'm not saying it's a good s- thing yeah sometimes but oh what i'm saying is I think that's a great thing because you're you're you have confidence in yourself to understand what that person is saying. You care enough to ask, right? Because if let's let's say you're not gonna ask somebody what they think of you if you don't care about their opinion. Of course. So you're gonna ask somebody, hey, like you know what's going on or what do you think of me in this situation, in this way, or you know how I am to somebody that you genuinely care about because you want that answer from them you're not going to ask somebody who's irrelevant to you Mm -hmm. i mean i think for me it's the opposite like caitlin has really helped me 
scream at me and be like you need to voice your emotions and like how you feel because like I'm the opposite like I'll totally care about Caitlin but like I'll have like I'll bottle up shit and not confront her Mm -hmm. because like I do have an issue I'm so much better now but like no you've you've really worked on yourself and I think that you've come um a really long way yeah and there's a tremendous amount of growth in that because there was points in our friendship that I felt very distant from you because you do bottle up things but again that comes back to like knowing who somebody is and having that open line of and being able to try well you know you weren't the best communicator right so it's like okay so me being the communicator that I am how do I let you know that it hurts not to know what's going on with you yeah yeah so it's, well then it's, it's it's you having the awareness like lauren having the awareness to be like oh i want to know like i know you feel some type of way i care what you th- yeah that, i exactly. would get so upset and so into my emotions and just be selfish and not even think about caitlin's emotions like that's how far i would get bottled up and it would really be bad like we, we would we've had like multiple breakups <laughs> we it's haven't so true but no really so true but she was but, like we would and that's have gross dinners because and, then when you get back yeah. together it completely you're like well, hey she would we're never like, gonna do that again you really hurt me like she would be like you didn't talk to me for those weeks and like that's not fair to me that you're not telling me why and mm-hmm. i would be like you're right also like i have someone that i've never been in a serious relationship before and caitlin has and like that's how you learn to do that stuff yeah i was just gonna say this is a perfect segue to our next threesome yeah. we should talk about like relationships yeah, I'm definitely down. I was just going to say that there comes a lot of growth yeah. and a lot of self-awareness when you're in a relationship mm-hmm. because I went into therapy mm-hmm. because I didn't like who I was being to my boyfriend. Yeah. Hmm. So it takes loving somebody and genuinely caring about Mm -hmm. them to know how you want to communicate yeah yeah that's yeah and okay so that rolls us into our next threesome we'll be back yeah talking about relationships Mm -hmm. and our different experiences with it um let us know if you listen on spotify this new feature where you can like leave a question or leave a comment in like you just scroll under the episode and you can answer or vote on a poll so please go check it out on spotify and leave comments we would love or on all over the place.mp3 on instagram let us know what you think of this episode i already love it i already love having like like three people it's just a good dynamic and it's you get multiple perspectives which i feel like is necessary yeah it goes back to everything you're saying um this is always so fun so thank you lane i know yeah, i'm honestly, glad we're lane, like recording like, thank this you for now. giving us this platform these mics of and course. just yeah like, thanks for giving me your time i yeah. love this so much and to be able to share with you guys is like the epitome of happiness for me for this yeah and like i think for me i love doing this not even for like obviously for other people to listen to but not even it's really just for me to be able to listen back on this like during a time maybe like I'm upset and like think about you two and like just get my head back on my shoulders because it's also cathartic just yes. like sit and talk for mm-hmm. hours uninterrupted because yeah sometimes like we don't do that that much anymore it's like so humans because you really right. tune into this yeah so it's really cool to have it just us three and it's one thing to always like i listen to a lot of podcasts but 
it's a whole other animal when you're like speaking yeah. into it, you know, and then yeah. listen back to it. Yes. Like it's so cool. I love I, you for guys. The longest, yeah, I love, love you guys you too. too. For the longest time, couldn't listen to myself. Like if I was on someone else's podcast, I had to like be running like four miles listening really? to it because I was like, I mm, can't listen to my own That's voice. That's so and- funny because the first time I came on your podcast, I like wanted to just listen to it on repeat. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious because normally people call me the narcissist. Yeah. Wow. Okay. No, I actually love that. No, that's good. That means like you're confident. You're happy with what you said. I love it. I'm always really confident in what I say. Yeah. Sometimes a little too confident. (laughs) Sometimes I don't even know what's coming out of my mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Like before, like before with that whole toxic positivity shit. Oh my God. That was you not knowing. We're not rehashing that baby, but wait, let's take it outside right now. Listen. Yeah, let's do let's it like go. men. Go fucking punch each other and let's get over it. No, I could never do that to you. Oh, I could maybe. Oh, I just know I would do too much damage. <laughs> dead. I don't know, Wait. man. It's two guns, six pack. Ooh, that was loud. Lock you in the face. Good night but, and goodbye. Good night, goodbye. Love you guys. Uh, tune in next week. More threesomes coming your way. Yes. I just want to hug. I need hugs. You both are hugging me before you leave. No. All right, test. Just say something. Hey. And everyone's all like, over the place with Lane Fable. What's going on? What's hey, going on? What are we going to call this little round table? Three way. <laughs> all over the place, three ways. <laughs> Double L and C or something. What? LLC. LLC. LLC, bitch. <laughs> Okay. I can't no, hear you. now you turned me off. Damn. There how about I now? Now I hear I'm it. I'm back. I'm okay. back. Bitch, I'm back. It's really loud for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, every Ooh. time you fucking scream, I go deaf. <laughs> mine sounds really low right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine's. No, now I can't hear myself in the headphones. Yeah. Me either. What do you mean? I can't really hear myself in the headphones either. I'm well, not hearing myself. I hear myself from like. Yeah, I hear outside. myself from the outside. Manifestation. <gasps> Every episode now is just going to have Lauren singing the topic. <laughs> like, at the end, you go, no bones. <laughs> no bones. Damn, I wish I, like, could. <laughs> what I miss? Ew. AS- ASMR. Literally, stop. <laughs> you ever seen those videos? I'm going to do ASMR. <laughs> you can't even say it. Perfect. ASMR, Lauren. Channel. People eat like fucking lobster and shit. They That's like weird. suck on honeycombs mm-hmm. and shit. I feel like I would get a lot oh, of I views. haven't seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Wait, I've, I've seen a whole mukbang of... Mukbang. Are you motherfuckers? We gotta start. Yeah, Go. Gotta start. What All time right. is it? Welcome. Okay, so welcome to the uh, Lauren and Kate show. Um, We're back at it again. Lane's just our sponsor. She gives us all the equipment and a house and studio to record in. Some Um, dogs for comfort. Some dogs for comfort. Some cookies and tea. Lavender chamomile baby. (laughs) I wish I could taste this right now. (laughs) Why can't you? Never mind. I'm manifesting you to be able to taste. I'm manifesting that shit too. All right. On a serious note.